Hey guys, welcome to another episode of Unplug with Annie. And as I promised, I will be having people on the podcast who are going to be sharing their journey. And I'm very excited about this. So today I've got my current online coach actually with me, Pankaj. He is a fitness coach. He's a trainer, a nutritionist, amongst many, many other things. I'll let him explain all of that. And uh, yeah, I mean, one of his goals is to be known as an elite fitness educator and place India on the global map for being one of the few countries to impart meaningful fitness education to children across the country, which I think is very impressive. And that's an amazing goal to have. So welcome to this podcast, Pankaj. Thank you. And um, yeah, let's get straight into it because I know so many people approach me all the time for questions regarding fitness. And, you know, a lot of people have asked me, what what are you doing? Because suddenly I've obviously changed my shape on this journey and, and people are curious to know how has that happened? And they want me to just hand over my diet and then I have to tell them, wait a minute, it's, you know, very specific to my goals and my body. Um, so firstly, I mean, first and foremost, how did your journey start with fitness? Like when was the moment for you where you decided that this is going to be, you know, your life? Okay. Hello, everyone out there. Uh, today, my major task is going to be uh, to explain you what are the basics of fitness, uh, my journey into fitness, how did I get into it, what are the big fitness myths that are going around the country and uh, I'll help try and answer as many questions as possible and try and break those myths for you, make this information simple. Uh, how I broke into fitness is basically, I've always been a very passionate uh, person when it comes to training. Uh, I got into it as soon as I finished my school. I still remember the first day when I, my dad actually pushed me into the gym after I finished my uh, 10 standard exams. And uh, I never knew actually this was going to be my next career. Mm-hmm. Uh, because I, I I was someone who never really liked exercising at that point of time but it was just because my father was a very passionate uh, gym goer so um, it was on his instance that I actually uh, decided to enter the gym floor and uh, slowly and gradually as the, as the body started changing I started feeling better mentally uh, my performance in studies was better my performance in my daily life started improving I started feeling more energetic had more energy to do things and that's how that liking became a passion and passion became a career. Wow. Okay. So your dad is technically responsible yeah. for this <laughs> journey. Okay. That's amazing. And obviously I've been on this journey with you now uh, yeah. on this coaching journey. And I, I feel like for me specifically, the reason I felt like I needed a coach was that I had goals and I was very confused because there's yeah. so much information on the internet and I knew that I wanted to look a certain way, but I didn't know how to achieve that. So w- what would you say, like, what is the benefits of coaching? I mean, I think a lot of people know what the benefits are, but they're not yes. ready to make that commitment. Uh, so what would you say the benefit is of having a coach? The biggest benefit of having a coach is basically uh, a good coach can come and just simplify the whole process for you. Uh, because what happens today is that uh, there's a lot of misinformation out there. So we live in an age, digital age, I should say, where it's not the scarcity of information, but it's the overload of information. Mm-hmm. Uh, there are so many uh, lobbies going around as to which diet is good for you, which sort of training is good for you, what sort of supplement is good for you. Uh, there's so much of information out there and, and everybody has a smartphone nowadays. So it's it takes yeah. about 
exactly 30 seconds for someone to just google up something and and say that you know this is what they think is right but uh, everyone has their own different version of what is right and a good coach can actually help you simplify the whole process and he can actually give you the most uh, precise information the most concrete information which would be applicable for you during that particular phase of your training or your diet uh, because there are many things that that work around so a good coach would be someone who doesn't really uh, get affixed to a particular style of training or a particular style of diet and which is what i've strong, always strongly believe because i don't favor a particular type of a diet or i don't ever favor a particular type of a training module because i think that there are different people and everything just works it just depends which phase of training are you in what your age is what your goal is and what works well with that person that is how i change my uh, diet modalities for all my clients like for some example someone would do extremely well on a high fat diet which is like a ketogenic diet we call it a ckd diet which is a clinical ketogenic diet wherein uh, the fat being the highest macronutrient in your diet and then followed by your protein and carbs so there are some people who do extremely well on this sort of a diet opposite to that there are some people who just cannot tolerate any high fat diets because uh, high fat gives them stomach distress so then we have to change the, the diet modality to probably something like a high protein diet wherein your major focus in the nutrition is on protein then followed by carbs and then coming to fat so very opposite mechanisms so some people are nowadays uh, choosing to develop dairy and non vegetarian food so vegan also works very well with some people if they want to lose weight uh high protein works extremely well people who want to gain a lot of muscle weight uh which means adding quality weight to your body then a high carb diet also works excellent with them but probably if it's been phased out in a particular manner so yeah this is why they need coaching okay great so that brings me to another question which i think you know people really get confused about which is your fitness myths and i'm constantly getting questions in regards to this you know what is good to eat is this actually good to eat is this not good to eat so can you help us yes. in this space i i, th- I think food is the biggest area where uh, where we get to hear a lot of myths in the fitness industry and no amount of talking and podcast is ever going to solve that hmm. i think uh, there are new myths that keep springing up every day so what i'm going to do is that uh, for the listeners I'm going to try and simplify this uh, the myths you know what we talk on food and I'm also going to try and make sure that you know there is something that you all you guys can take away you know f- from today's podcast uh, which you can easily implement in your diet so there are some things which we're going to talk about the nutrition and I'm going to split it up into protein carbs and fats so you can either speak to your dietitian your nutritionist about you know how you can add these items into your diet or at least it will give you some idea uh, to move on ahead and add it to your daily routine Okay, perfect. That sounds great. So in terms of proteins then, what would be the first thing that you think is is definitely a myth? Okay. So when it comes to protein, I think red meat has a very bad reputation. I feel really bad for it because I am someone who enjoys red meat. I have enjoyed it since years since I was growing up. Uh I hear a lot of people saying that red meat is bad for health, it's bad for heart, it can lead to cardiovascular problems. However, let me also say that you know none of these things have been proven in any studies till now. Uh if you do manage to find a study here and there on the internet, you have to always see what is the efficacy and what is the uh, 
you know how much can you rely on that study because sometimes these studies are sponsored by computer products mm. who want you to not eat red meat so probably that's why they sponsor that research study and keep a bad name for it <laughs> however till now uh, none of the valid studies have shown any direct effect of red meat on heart yeah it it can be a case where you know if a person already has some problems going around with his kidneys and his kidneys are not able to flush out the uric acid properly so yes then probably the red meat contains a lot of purine protein which actually leads to uh, uric acid and can increase the uric acid limit in your body but if your kidneys are working fine there is no some problem there is no such problem which your doctor has highlighted then definitely red meat is not a problem for you okay that yeah that's really interesting cuz i know that a lot of people do do yeah. think that red meat is a big issue and so another very very big one uh is eggs, eggs. because yes i i know quite a few times i think you know when I, i've had conversations with people where they've just been like how comes you're eating yolks and yolks are bad for you and for the longest time i honestly thought it was until i started reading about that no you know it yeah. is, it is a good form of fat but then i suppose there's a limitation to that So so the biggest reason that why people want to avoid egg yolks is because again our famous friend cholesterol uh people feel that cholesterol is bad you don't need cholesterol which is a complete no no in fact people need to go and study properly because cholesterol is one of the biggest antioxidants on your body your body needs cholesterol which is why there is a alternate mechanism inside your body where if you don't feed your body dietary cholesterol your fo- liver is forced to produce it because your all your cell membranes inside the body your cells which is the smallest unit of your body all your cells have a have a gate on the outside which is called the cell membrane and they are actually made up of 50% cholesterol your brain also a huge percentage of your brain is made up of cholesterol so your brain also depends on cholesterol for its uh, functioning so yeah you need a lot of cholesterol people who are scared and they need numbers Uh, to prove that what i'm saying is right so people say that you know eggs have a lot of cholesterol so i'm actually telling you that if you eat two egg yolks at the same time it actually gives you a total of 273 mg milligrams of cholesterol and it has been proven in a lot of studies that your brain needs at least 900 mg of cholesterol on a daily basis oh wow that's for a- vital functioning wow. so wow. i my answer to all the people who get worried about egg yolks and cholesterol is that you know you can easily consume about 3 to 4 egg yolks every day without fearing any uh, direct issue to your cholesterol numbers right. however the other good part is that if you're eating egg yolks along with your egg whites the good part is that they will give you a lot of satiety so you you're going to be a lot more fuller and that will indirectly also reduce your dependence on your carbohydrates mm. so you can actually enjoy like a eggs are like like a whole meal you know it's a yeah. good combination of high quality fat and high quality protein first class proteins so definitely great. you should be eating eggs without any worry great and and a lot of people in terms of whey protein now i mean you know they see that as being a supplement that you're yeah. putting into your body and not a natural food so firstly you know what is the importance of whey protein and for whom you know is that important and what what if there's any myth around whey protein what would that be So a lot of people fear whey protein saying that it's an artificial food and it can spoil your kidneys and it can it, it can uh, eventually affect your health. Uh I have grown up hearing a lot of these things. Uh but uh, so sad that till now I'm yet to find a study which could actually show that you know uh, the direct relevance of any 
problems in the body getting started because of your whey protein yeah so i i am not saying that everyone has to drink whey protein whey protein is more about like a convenience so it's a convenience food so you know if i need a high quality food while i'm on the go or where i'm if i'm sitting in a meeting with a client or i'm traveling or i have late nights in office so then it becomes a very good affordable convenient food wherein because if you order anything from outside uh, from a restaurant nearby if you're working late at the office it's going to easily cost you about 150 rupees for a snack and a good quality whey protein one scoop which gives you about 25 grams of high quality protein will cost you about 70 80 rupees Yeah. So you're actually getting a higher quality food for half the price. Mm. So convenience is a big factor. I would only add whey protein to someone's diet, considering that you know if their requirement for protein is really high. Yeah. Depending if they are into a muscle gain phase, and plus if they are not actually able to eat a lot of solid food because of digestibility or because of time issues, so then it makes a very good. Uh, it makes sense to add in the whey protein over there. Okay. And moving on to carbs then. I think this is a big one because yeah. everyone is worried about carbs these days, especially Absolutely. especially people following keto. It just seems like everyone is scared to touch carbs. So what is going on with carbs? So so carbs definitely have a huge role to play uh, when you're talking about performance. So people who who follow a ketogenic diet, it's good if you're following a ketogenic diet for for fat loss. but uh, if your focus is muscle gain which means where you want to add quality uh, weight to your muscle quality weight to your body uh, carbs have a huge role to play uh, especially fruits is one big area which people fear nowadays are there are a lot of people who keeps saying some say fruits are good some say fruits are bad mm. uh, what my point of view on fruits is that fruits definitely have a place in your diet Yeah. Uh, there are numerous benefits to fruits so you have your rich vitamins coming from the fruits you have fibers coming from the foods there are a lot of phytochemicals which help in improving your immune system and your gut health uh, that is one big benefit from fruits yeah sugars are there so which which makes sense to you know select your fruits properly uh, which means always try and select fruits which are low in terms of sugar which is what we call glycemic index and probably if you are someone who enjoys fruits then try and place them into the first half of the day instead of taking it in the night mm. uh if you're working out in the evening if you want to take a fruit post workout that also works well in case if it's a post workout scenario otherwise you should if you enjoy fruits then always try and place it in the first half of the day so you're not really worried about the excess sugar turning to fat right Okay and another one I mean yeah fruit fruit is a big one and another one is gluten right because people are always yeah. w- worried about bread and yeah so so gluten is is definitely coming up in a big way there are a lot of the there's a lot of um, talk going around uh, following a gluten free uh, diet a gluten free living for better health and performance but uh, in my opinion unless you don't really have sensitivity to gluten there's no really there's not like a strong reason to go and avoid it because uh, there are specific proteins inside gluten which is gliadin and in case you're not sensitive to gliadin then there is no really such a strong reason to avoid gluten so essentially you need to find out if yeah. you're sensitive so to so there that. are gluten tolerance tests that happen at your uh, path labs which are around the city mm. and uh, it'll cost you about 7 to 8000 rupees and you can actually get a gluten test done to see if you're really sensitive to gluten because the major sensitivity if someone cannot digest gluten it's called celiac disease yeah 
Yeah. Wherein a person's gut just cannot uh, manage to digest gluten. Okay. That's wherein they face a lot of gastric trouble. But otherwise, uh, unless like like I've never seen a problem with people down north, you know, because they have grown up eating wheat. Right. Because wheat being a major part of the diet up north. Right. Uh, we never face those kind of issues. Yeah. So so don't just blindly avoid foods. See if, if you really have a problem with your gut and you're not able to digest it, then it definitely makes sense. Because lactose is also again one big thing. Yeah. Uh, people going lactose free. Yeah. But uh, lactose needs lactase enzyme to digest in the body. If your body is producing lactase enzymes in a good good quantity and you're able to lact, uh, digest lactose, then there's no such reason to avoid lactose. So don't follow anything blindly. I'm just saying. Uh, make sure you get your test done and in case you're sensitive then it makes sense to avoid okay and another thing you know like there's suddenly obviously there's trends which come into the market and one recent trend has been superfoods i mean it's been around for ages yeah. is, is this really a thing or is it you know people are just calling these superfoods <laughs> and they've been around for ages like what 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 is this so about the, the reason something is called a superfood because uh, basically the food is complete so when I say a food is complete, which means it's got a healthy balance of your essential macronutrients, you know, your proteins, your carbs, your fats. So any food that has a very good balance and mixture of all these three things, we call them superfoods. So something like avocado, something like berries, walnuts, spinach, kale, all these things have a lot of things inside them. Basically, we call them nutrient density. Okay. So nutrient density, which means how dense is the particular food when it comes to nutrient. Mm -hmm. So all the things that I just named, these foods are actually very dense in nutrients. Uh, their nutrient density being high, which is why they are called superfoods. So it definitely makes sense to add in a serving, one or two servings of these, uh, you know, on a day-to-day -day basis if you want to optimize your gut health. Yeah. Uh, also, if people cannot, uh, they don't have these foods in and around their house to buy, you also get superfood supplements. Mm -hmm. which you can add to your diet you know yeah. so that's going to make sure that your your gut health is stays good your immune system stays good so right perfect and and lastly fats uh, so in terms of fats then what are the best sources of fats that you you can be consuming the best sources of fats would i would advise someone is uh, you know we should get back to the golden era uh, make sure you add a lot of pure ghee to your diet uh, you can add butter ghee coconut oils olive oils, rice bran oils, uh, you can good quality nuts, so when I say good quality nuts, which means almonds, pecans, Brazilian nuts, macadamia nuts, these are all extremely good sources of fats for you, uh, coconut oil being like a wonder food, it also comes in as a superfood because coconut oil has many benefits, it's been already proven in research studies, uh, these are extremely good quality uh, fats which you can add to your diet. The type of fats that you should stay away from is your vegetable oils. That is what I always suggest my clients. Also, there are so many options of fats to choose from. What I also suggest the listeners is that, you know, uh, if you are in charge of your kitchen, then what you should do is that you should ideally try and circulate the oils that you eat throughout the year. Oh, really? So probably for two months, you're, you're cooking your food with coconut oil. For the next two months, try and use olive oil. Then the following two months go to olive oil. Mm -hmm. So keep changing your oils because every fat source has a different ratio of the fatty acids and the nutrients that it gives you. Right. So circulating means you're getting the best of everything. Okay. Okay. And 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 trans fats then is that something we should avoid completely because obviously packaged foods you often yeah. see that it's a high. Trans fats is actually the culprit which can actually cause a lot of cardiovascular problems in you. 
and uh, when i say transfats what transfat means is basically uh, it's a very cheap tactic used by uh, manufacturers wherein what they do is that uh, they take simple vegetable oils uh, put it through a process called hydrogenation where they add more carbon atoms and hydrogen atoms to the oil and then they turn that liquid into a solid state which is your margarine okay so margarine is basically a replacement for butter cheap replacement for butter butter made from vegetable oils and mm. uh, this is purely done to increase the shelf life of the product right so not a good thing for your heart your body is not going to be able to handle it very well which is why you should strongly avoid trans fat and you should avoid uh, anything that comes out from a packet so probably say biscuits yeah. your uh, cereal boxes cereals your maggi noodles your uh, all your bakery products so puffs burgers your patties a lot of people use these items for snacking in the evening hours so yeah. definitely should be avoided right perfect so basically definitely encouraging us to eat more whole foods and not packaged yeah, foods yeah as much as possible cook and eat yeah eat something that gets spoiled in 3 4 hours that's the best thing <laughs> perfect So now that we've got those myths debusted if you like I hope it answers a lot of questions which you might have um I just wanted to ask you Pankaj about your journey you know exactly what you're up to these days would be one good thing and also another thing would be that you're still on the road to achieving a lot of things in your life uh you have professional goals and I think I talk a lot about you know uh finding faith in your journey sometimes when days are low and things don't go to plan or you know what is your go to thing what is your form of escape um and basically what helps you stay motivated on your journey so if you could share a bit about that as well okay my journey so far uh, what i'm going to say is that uh, it's not really been a very easy one uh i i was into a marketing job for about 10 years and then it took me a lot of <laughs> guts and courage uh, to actually decide to make a switch to what i really wanted to do in my life uh, fitness being my passion i wanted to really pursue it and i kept holding for a very long time before i could finally make the jump when i felt that you know i was confident and my i had enough uh, uh, the knowledge to support my career uh, through vocational courses that i did So yeah as of now I've been connected with a lot of companies I'm working with these companies called Three Square Meals and Protojar uh, as a fitness consultant uh, as a nutrition coach I also work with International Health and Fitness Association with whom I'm uh, an academic board member I teach I take workshops for them and apart from that I also do my online training for my clients uh, I coach them one on one via the online medium uh, the journey for someone who wants to get into fitness in india uh it's it's a very big market out there uh definitely a lot of scope for people who want to enter into it but uh, i must also say that it's not going to be easy because it's still on the road to development it's not as progressed how it is in the us or canada or in the uk markets uh people are still opening up to the concept of hiring a trainer uh you know to work out in the gym uh people don't really see the need why they should be paying someone to help them exercise in the gym because they right. think that if a trainer is standing in the gym it's his job to help right but uh, <laughs> but it doesn't work like that there are general trainers in the gym who will help you with whatever you want but if if it comes to results if you want to see transformations then you have to hire a coach you know who knows how to get things done yeah uh if i have to talk about india on the global map uh what i'm really happy about 
is uh, I see a lot of these new talent coming into the fitness industry now uh, from other sectors. So people who are already doing some other jobs and now eventually turning to fitness because they see a lot of scope in it. And uh, the quality of educators, the quality of trainers is definitely improving. Uh, so probably the next 10 years we are going to see a huge boom when it comes to the fitness industry market. Uh, mm -hmm. We'll be seeing a lot more new personal trainers. The online training industry is picking up in India. People are more getting more open to online training now. Yeah. So yeah, I'm all positive for the growth. <laughs> and uh, let's see. I hope that I can put India on the global map when it comes to you know imparting good quality education for trainers. Yeah. Because this is something which is like a big passion of mine. Uh, this is also the reason why I chose to do a lot of these workshops on weekends, which I take at home. Because I, I see there is a lack of good quality education for trainers. So trainers want to learn but there are very few educators could, who could actually do a good job and you know uh, understand the weak areas where, where trainers don't understand and what are the things that need to be corrected. Because I have myself been on the gym floor for a very long time and train members and see how what kind of coaching is going on. Yeah. So I definitely know the areas for correction and that's how mm. I try to correct those areas with my workshops with the trainers. Right. Okay. Brilliant. And lastly, like I know you, you touched upon it, that it, it took a lot of courage for you to make the switch in yeah. your career. So for people who are, you know, maybe considering making a switch, regardless of what that switch mm. is, whether it's into fitness or whatever, I mean, is there mm. is there a certain mindset that you had in order to make that switch? Or was it, you know, somebody, something said, was it the people that you follow that inspire you? Was there any specific... Thing that you feel you were motivated by the the motivation was basically uh, there are a lot of times when I used to sit back in the night I still remember and I used to wonder you know uh, what should I be doing the next in my career uh, fitness was the only thing that came very easy to me so mm. like one of the biggest things what I really enjoy is teaching teaching comes very naturally to me I, I feel I have the natural instinct of standing in front of the class and talking and mm -hmm. I never have have had a fear of, you know in talking in front of people or talking in front of the camera so teaching comes very naturally to me and uh, I enjoyed always educating people I, I the the biggest uh, happiness for me would be uh, seeing my clients getting the kind of results that I would expect them to get so that's like a big high for me so my clients achieving their goals is like itself a very big motivation for me to keep on continuing what I do right Right. Well, brilliant. We're coming to the end of the chat now. And uh, I hope this was really useful for all of you. I know that I know a lot of people who have a lot of fitness questions. So I hope this answered yeah. a lot of them. Thank you so much for being part of this. For more questions, you can uh, follow me on Instagram. It's prehab underscore trainer. And you can send in your questions there. Yeah, and for those of you who follow me, like I do tag Pankaj, I have tagged Pankaj in, in, in like my uh, documenting of my fitness journey. So he's on there and you can follow him. You can directly ask him questions as well. I'm sure he'll be more than happy to help. Yeah. And uh, great. I'm looking forward to doing a lot more of these. You were my first guest. Thank you so, so much. That's amazing. Thank you so much. Bye-bye.